With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've seen a lot of bad Bears teams, too, but uh, this feels different. I don't know. I don't know if it's just me, but this feels different. I mean, we're not only just terrible out there, but the whole league feel like they're laughing at us. On top of that, you got people in the city, our own, own Chicago, is taking advantage of all the chaos and ripping the team off, stealing all the equipment. Every other fan base across the first, the fans' first sports network is telling me that it could be worse because they could be bear. It could, their team could be the Bears. National media punching us while we down. I want to believe this is the bottom of the bottom. They only get better from here. But I've said that every week, and it's gotten worse. I, I, I don't know. How do you feel about that? It's got to get better, right? I didn't think it could get any worse than last week and the events leading up to the game, and it did. They were they were totally outclassed from top to bottom. It's very rare that you see a game and see no positives. I didn't see anything that was positive in that game. Maybe Edmonds and Edwards racking up a bunch of tackles. But we're three games into the season. And I'm sorry, we did get a turnover. I don't count that turnover, though. Jack Sandborn picking off. We got, we, got, we got two turnovers. <laughs> don't think we got two of them. I was so um, traumatized watching that game. Blame, blame Gabbard through two picks and, and relief of uh, Patrick Mahomes. Sanborn got the okay, first one, like you said. That was, that and was a blur. And uh, I forget who got the second one. It was off a tip pass late in the fourth. Okay. Um. Yeah, that that, that that's bad. I believe through my six years, I the only thing I can say, only thing that was as disheartening was the end of the wine set four and twelve back to back years. Uh, the uh. Emory and Mark Tressman back to back 50 burgers. Uh, that was pretty sad. But this one might take the cake. Right now, I can't see four wins on the schedule. If they don't beat the Broncos, who are they going to beat? Who are they going to beat? The Broncos, the Broncos gave up seven points. The Broncos gave up seven points and come in here as three and a half point favorites. That they're a winning team that gave up 70 and come in here as three-point favorites. And I can't argue. I can't look at Vegas and say, you are disrespecting the Bears. The Bears disrespect themselves. They march on, they march in the arrowhead. Like, it was like a West Coast production film. You know, they have a little 19-year-old sitting on the couch just ready to get crunched by some BBC. I mean, the Bears were just Twisted and turned and bent every which way the cheese wanted them. Every which way. We even thought Clyde Edwards Hilaire running for gashing the Bears defense. I thought Clyde Edwards Hilaire was well on his way to the CFL or the USFL or the XFL. Here he is just, just gouging the Bears. We tell the Chiefs, we're like, you know what? We're going to score lots of touchdowns this weekend. Let's start practicing on our dancing. Let's choreograph things to do 
after we score. That's what they did. You know, this past weekend, uh, a realization made was made clear to me. The Bears, just, just like what you said, the Bears are the team you put on your schedule for homecoming week. They are just a sorry football team you know you can go show out on. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you invite – that's the team you tell your girlfriend from the other school to come come watch you play. Come watch you play them. Everybody so you can get them. Right. You're going to get your stats up on them. The Bears are – when you buy Madden and you want to put up a lot of points, you put the opposing – you put the CPU on rookie. The Bears are on rookie. I mean – it, it it is it is pretty sad right now. I was thinking about this earlier. The Tressman the Tressman era, that was that was pretty that was pretty annoying. But the team the team quit on Tressman. They did. I don't feel I don't feel like this team quit. I just think this team is bad. I, I I hope they quit. Um, this is bad. And let's let's not forget Tressman had an eight and eight year. Trestman had a year where they nearly went to the playoffs. Eberflus is 0-3 and 3-14, and 13-game losing streak. There is no – I hate to be so pessimistic, but I can't see any path to bringing back Eberflus and Poles if this continues. People have to be held accountable. Oh, oh as, as we're recording it, uh, the, the Eagles versus the Tampa Bay Bucks game just went off. Uh, we should have got more for Jalen Carter since we didn't draft him. We should have got more for him. Here's the thing that, that, that's maddening about polls as I come to the realization. You hire Eberflus. Eberflus had the hits principle and a Tampa 2 Defense and what we know about the Tampa two and everybody from that coaching tree is they stress the emphasis of having a middle linebacker that can cover, and you absolutely need a three technique that can cause chaos to get into the backfield. You sat there at number nine and you traded back one spot and you did not draft Jalen Carter. Instead, you go into the second and third round and you take Dexter and you take uh, Zach Pickens. I didn't see Dexter yesterday. Uh, I saw Pickens a lot um, chasing people as they gouged the Bears. I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying this is what happened. Uh, but the Javon Dexter draft pick was interesting. So you get this guy from Florida who's in a two-gap scheme. And in that two-gap scheme, he takes on – you know, double teams, and his first thing is the mirror the offensive line. And you get him here to make him a three technique in this type of two, where it's a one gap scheme and to get up the field. If having that three technique in place is that important, why would you not go get Jalen Carter? This makes no sense on how you're building this team. This, 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 this is this is this is maddening. Jalen Carter is, is is still making plays. Every game he makes plays. Every game Will Anderson makes plays. Will Anderson was there to be had at number one. The Texans have, have started the foundation with Strew, who has I think he has two three hundred yard games. Yep. They took Strew and Will Anderson. They they have a foundation. This is this is this is infuriating. We could have took Will Anderson. We could have took Jalen Carter. And, you know, not to pile on De Darnell Wright. He seems like a fine right tackle. But the premier position of the offensive line is the left tackle. So I'm not passing on defensive stars unless I get a bookend left tackle. And we didn't get that. And Will, Will Anderson is creating pressure, by the way. Him and Jalen Carter are living up to, to their building. Impact players. Impact players. That's what wins in the NFL. That's how you start the foundation. of. We don't have anybody else making an impact. At least not a good one for us. No, right. They're making impacts. 
And Jaquan, the Jaquan Briscoe, who was a bright spot last year, he seems like he's aggressive. That whole that whole secondary is aggressive. Kyle Gordon, what pick is Poles made that you can stamp and say that was a good selection at this point? I want to say Darnell Wright, but Jalen Carter is living up to his billing, and you had a chance to take him. I can't say Darnell Wright. Uh, if, if we just don't grade it on these three games, uh, Jalen Carter is, is way ahead of Darnell Wright. Easily. He's the defensive rookie of the year. I'm probably headed to the Pro Bowl at the end of the year. Mm. He's the defensive rookie of the year. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Well, Darnell Wright was getting, you know, ran past a couple of times this, this game. Um, he's been a solid player. He's been solid. He's got potential to be uh, uh, a guy who starts in this league a long time. I do not see um, at this point, I don't see dominant right tackle getting his getting his jacket and measurements uh, for Canton. Jalen Carter right now is on the path to Canton. He is everything he was built up to be. Everything he was hyped. As the Bears turn. Well, that's where we are. Um, we can't beat can't beat the Packers. Can't can't beat the Buccaneers. Can't beat Kansas City. Can't uh, can't beat the Feds. Can't beat the uh, the chaos. And Swifties, Swifties in the stands, they beating us too. Um, we're just an all around joke right now. Um, but let's let's go into the. Uh, Let's go into this game, this this past game. Do we have to? Unfortunately. Okay. I wish we can just talk about the draft starting up right now. Uh, so the Bears went ahead and lost their 13th in a row, dating back to October 24th, 2022. Um, uh, I just like to say the one year anniversary of our last win is coming up, Bears fans. Like anniversary. a happy anniversary. The game was hardly ever close at that, too. I mean, we didn't expect it to be defending champions are light years ahead of us. Um, but it didn't have to be the way that it was. The Bears were a calamity of errors. And the Kansas City Chiefs, they picked us apart with precision, followed by big play after big play. And as much as I know my bad for our health, we do got to talk about this a little bit. We spent a good first 10 minutes talking about the negatives right now. But were there any positives to take away from this game? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Maybe we move closer to a new coaching staff in front office. <laughs> but with every game, with every passing game, we do get closer to the next Bears change. Closer to having an unprecedented scenario where we have the number one and number two pick. I would love that. I mean, that's that you that's the positives. There was nothing on the field that stood out. I mean we got our asses handed to us, and every time one of our defensive players tried to make a tackle, they lay on the ground. It's just, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what the Bears have remaining as secondary because Jalen Johnson got hurt, Tommy Stevenson's in concussion protocol, Kyler Gordon is out for the next couple of weeks, Eddie Jackson is, I don't know when he's coming back. Brisker seems to be laying on the ground every quarter. Uh, I guess he's okay. Uh, 
the backup to the backup, Josh Blackwell, I saw on one play, he was chasing somebody and he grabbed his hamstring. Uh, I guess we're left with Jalen Jones and Greg Stroman as your starting corners. Russell Wilson is going to – Russell's going to cook. It's going to be the one time where, 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 where Russell redeems himself. He will have – I don't see any way he can't have 400 yards passing. Uh, I don't even want to think about that yet. Well, I allow me to be the be the passive, uh, optimistic one coming from this game. Over the first two weeks, we one of the things we were getting on Getsy's case about was not establishing the run. They say that after this game, though. I mean, they ran the ball a lot. It didn't make sense in some situations, but they 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 they, they stay at the course with pounding the football. Um, the Bears, they ran the ball. For, they ran the ball 26 times. This, this, I believe, that's the high so far for this season. 116 yards. They actually looked like the team that we thought they were going to be coming into the season as a pretty good rushing offense. It just so happens, you know, they couldn't sustain any drives and keep Kansas City from going upside their head quickly. Especially in the second quarter. A lot of those running yards came when the game was already um, securely in Kansas City uh, reach. I mean, what was the what was the longest run? Was it a Justin eleven yard scramble? It was, did we have a play over twenty? Yeah, I think we had maybe one, two plays over twenty yards. We're going just going through the numbers uh, uh, at at the end of the game. The the Bears did run the ball for they did get 116 yards on the ground, uh, 203 yards total of offense. Kansas City, well Patrick Mahomes he had 272 yards of passing, three touchdowns. Uh, unfortunately, 272 yards passing was more than the entire Bears offense combined. And he did uh, it two quarters. Two quarters. Uh, Kansas City had one, two, three, four, five guys account for 50 yards from scrimmage. Uh, the Bears had none. It just goes, um, just goes to show you that this this offense just lacks any type of real serious threat, any type of real punch. I will, you know, my second my second thing to highlight as a plus for the Bears, Justin Fields. He had three really good passes today. I mean, during the game. Uh, unfortunately, he only completed 11. So, three passes, you know, you think that would have grand assault. One of he them was the first to, pass. He also, he also managed to continue his streak of um, completing a pass to a linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. He's, another he's another linebacker. Three, three, uh, Quay Walker. Uh, week one uh, was that Barrett for the screen pass last week, and who was the lucky linebacker this week? Who picked him? Mike Edwards. Mike Edwards. Okay. There was a couple of plays in the I game know, where I don't know if you can bet on next week, but uh, if you can bet on Singleton to have a pick. Linebacker for the Broncos, but on Singleton and Jewel, that's gonna hit. I'm gonna stamp it right now. Justin would not throw an interception against the Broncos to a linebacker. Oh. Period. Period. Stall my homie out. He he put his foot down right now. He's done. He's done with that. He's got it out of system. <laughs> yeah. He got it out of system. All right. Um, there was a couple. There was a couple of plays in this game that was super frustrating. Um, one of them was that uh, delay of game that they got after a kickoff, after a TV timeout. 
And, you know, that's what, close to five minutes in the huddle. And you still can't get the play, you still can't get the ball hiked in a, in 40 seconds. That's, as, as we talked that, before. Who is that a bigger indictment on? Is that a bigger indictment on the quarterback or the coaching staff? Like, I can't, this is something that, that high school teams don't fail to do. You're coming off the kickoff, a TV break. You have several minutes, and you still get a delay a game. What was the confusion? It looked like that the uh, the offensive line again, and we know this offensive line is is held together by duct tape. It looked like they were confused about their calls, and they couldn't get it together. So, I would take it. I would take pull it off of Justin, and. I want to give the I want to give the coaching staff a mulligan just for that one. If that was the case, I will I will let that pass. But yeah, any other situation like that, you got several minutes to get this play in and get this play called. That's on the coaches. That's on coaches nine times out of ten. But I will go back and blame the coaches on another thing that was harped on a lot in this game, and that's the Bears' defensive line inability to set the edge. Patrick Mahomes doesn't want to run the ball. He's only going to take what you give him. And the Bears gave it, gave it to him, pause, a lot. He had he only scrambled three times, but each one, it was just he had a highway. He had a four-lane highway just to walk, walk to the uh to the sticks. That's terrible culture. And when he wasn't walking to the sticks, he was rolling outside of the pocket and playing pitch and catch with uh, Travis Swift or Taylor Kelsey. I don't know who's out there. I need a Kanye to come into that press box so bad and ruin her night again. <laughs> you know what? That's you just made a good point. This was this was revenge for her. She took she she took it out. She waited. She waited a little over a decade to get her revenge of Chicago. And this was it. Yeah. Kanye, it. Is- she ain't never forgot that Kanye thing. I think I think we've cracked the code. She's not into Travis Kelsey. She's she was here for revenge. She had this circle. She had this circle. Kanye's gonna pay. Chicago's gonna pay for this. What if she's the mastermind behind getting Allen Williams? Getting his job took, getting the getting the bears, uh, getting the bears robbed for they for their lawnmowers, and then came came here and had a concert during our game. She did. She's in public enemy number one in Chicago right now. The NFL script writers are 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 giving us a tragedy. This is a horrible story for Chicago. Like, boo, this is awful. They could have came up with a better script than this. That was so. Travis Kelsey and, and Taylor Swift decide to hook up, and she's in the press box. And of course, the Bears are on the field, so we're going to see her celebrating a lot. Uh, yeah, this this the script writers could have did a better job. I could have predicted that. That just means they owe us a great ass comeback. They got to. We got. They got. Our our redemption stories got to be that much better. If they're gonna keep dragging us like this. Fourteen and three. I'm 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 with that. Let's do it. Let's do fourteen and three. Super Bowl appearance. Coming out of this. Coming out of this week. It it was a big story about his uh, Wednesday press conference. How he doesn't want to play robot. He just wants to play his game. So we was expecting him to play his game. And his game did not look good at all. He was pressing the ball down the field, and I'm I'm gonna put this out. I'm gonna say this again. Another third third takeaway that we can that we can file away as a, a small win. We didn't run that one screenplay. Yes. We we moving it. We moving. We moving in the right direction. Just very snail like. But this is the week with a with a screenplay. Oh, we I think we did one one screenplay. I think we did. It went nowhere. I think they did do a wide series screen with DJ Moore. 
There was one there. I, I had to watch the I watched this game five times already. I, I did not see that. Um, he threw the ball to DJ. DJ ended the game with three catches. Uh, two of them came in the final drive. Um, I do. You know what? You're right. That first catch was a screenplay. It was. It was a to the sideline. It was a terrible, terrible drawn up play. You're right. I do remember that. Um, but yeah, back to Justin. He looked like. He was determined to press the ball deep down the field all game. Um, he only took three sacks, and that's only because two of them was uh, on four man rushes. They got the line got blew up. Uh, Darnell Wright got blew up by Chris Jones one play. Yeah, he got right. He got blew up. I think that was in the first the first quarter. He just got drove back by the linebacker. Um, but other than those three sacks, Justin was had the ball in the pocket, was sitting there waiting for something to develop deep down the field the whole time. He took nothing in the intermediate. Um, he didn't unless forced. But he was pressing, he was pressing down the field. Got the chase, down the DJ, Tyler Scott a couple of times. <laughs> He was really determined. To Is this a good thing? Um, I'm out of answers, man. To <laughs> be honest with you, I, 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 you do want to see your quarterback pushing the ball down field. Um, but how much pushing are you doing to finish the 99 yards passing? Uh. Well, I just say they were good passes. Most of those passes were four or five yards in the in, in out of bounds. <laughs> but I do want to highlight the attempt. The attempt to move the ball down the field was something that caught my caught my eye. Now, can they be better passes? A lot, yes, they can. I mean, there could be better passes. There could be more separation. I mean, this. He, 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 put, he, he had a well played ball on the sideline to DJ Moore. That at the end of the game, yeah, that that one hand catch, that was his. Oh, I'm talking about the one more drops. I'm talking about the more oh. one that that was a well placed ball. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I I I don't know. I'm out of answers. I, I I don't know. I'm I'm about to start uh, postulating that. Supernatural forces are coming here to ruin our quarterbacks. I, I don't understand how I've been watching Bears football for 30 years, and I've seen at least five or six first-round picks, either that the team's drafted or acquired via trade, and none of them, not one, is panning out. I mean, I've seen Jim Harbaugh. I've, I've seen the Rick Meyer acquisition. I've seen Cade McNown. I've seen Rex Grossman. I've seen Mitch Trubisky, Jay Cutler. Now we're at Justin Fields. I don't know how seven guys and none of them could figure this out. This is an, this is mind blowing. Playing quarterback is hard. No, it is, but I I don't know anyone who's missed seven times. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds. He did a lot of tackling. So did Edwards. Yeah, he had he had eight tackles on the game when you look at the box score. Um yeah, the the box sheet, but uh he's not really making any impacts. No, I mean these are not tackles at the line of scrimmage behind the line of scrimmage. These are just I mean, Jack Sanborn is getting a lot of tackles too. I mean, you can't confuse high activity with high impact. Mm-hmm. Edmonds is here to 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 make impact plays, interceptions, forced fumbles, uh, stuff at the line of scrimmage, behind the line of scrimmage. Now he's not operating behind a very good front four. That's uh, you know, causes a lot of disruption. But his play has been, uh, what did he get? Seventy-two million. Yeah. Starting to think maybe Paul should have just gave rope on that hundred. Possibly. 
Roquan was making plays behind similar defensive line uh, last year. So, I mean, I, mean, I'm with I that. can't say – you, you can say that right. You can stop right there. I'm totally with that because what we got for Rokon, we gave away for, you know, Magic Beans. So you I definitely go back in time and stop that trade today. Or at, or at least make some sense of it. Uh, I know you talked about that the Claypool trade was unnecessary because these modern receivers are coming out NFL ready um, immediately and that you can find a guy in the second round that will make an impact. Well, the Texans found a guy in the third round, 2-2 with, what, 145 receiving yards this past Sunday. The Texans did a very good job in the draft. You get Will Anderson strewed in the first round, and you get uh, Tank Dale. Tank Dale looks like, looks like the real deal. He's been making noise. Run to your waiver wise. He's still in the free agent pool. Pick up Tank down. I did. I didn't start him. Uh, yeah, they're, they're Puka Nakua. What? What? He's fifth round pick. Yep. Uh, there's a couple other guys out there, but point being, you could have waited. And I and I hate to just play Monday morning quarterback on this and. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Every GM is gonna miss. Every GM is gonna miss. But you can't keep missing this bad. The draft capital in that salary cap space mean nothing at all if you're not doing anything with it. Mm-hmm. The Claypool costs you the thirty-second pick, and there are rookies. Outperforming him by far. By far. Wasn't necessary. You could have got him for free. Sealer's going to cut him. The worst part about it is I heard the, the rumors are the Packers wanted him and he was aggressive to stop the Packers from getting him. Don't. Oh boy. Yeah. Either the Packers dodged a bullet or they, or they played on the emotions of a rookie GM. I don't know. I can't. I, I, don't, I, I don't think the Packers were looking for a chase play pool and acquiring him with a second round pick. It's not really a, a Packer like thing. They tend to build through the draft. So. What? You said earlier that you can't see. Eberflus or Poles being brought back next year. What move would be the stronger brought the Campbell's back for Poles' uh, position here with the Chicago Bears? Well, I think would, it the, be, would it be the trade for Claypool? Would it be uh, trading the uh, trading down so missing out on Jalen Carter? Hired Eberflus. This is his hire. Which one is which one is that one? I don't I don't know if there's one move, but I would say the mismanagement of the asset that was the number one pick. There's no way a team should receive the number one pick in a 2023 draft and we're three games into the season and be in a position to be number one for the 2024 draft. That's just inexcusable. And and the and the problem for polls is Bears got a new team president midway through his team. Um from what I know about Kevin Warren, he's about business. And this is embarrassing. Pun intended. This is in, in, embarrassing. The Bears are the laughing stock of the NFL. We thought they would be the Cardinals. That's what we thought coming into the season. They traded Isaiah Simmons. They, Tyler Murray started the season on the, on, on the PUP. They cut their starting quarterback and brought in Josh Jobs, a, a career journeyman. And they beat uh, maybe the most talented defense out there. And they've been competitive in all three games. The Bears have yet 
to get within 10 points of the opponent. They, they have yet to the opponents. They have yet to look like a professional football team. They can't even get into they can't even lose respectfully. Can't even lose by single digits. I guess the Buccaneers is close to a respectable loss because I guess we were in it till the end. But I don't think the Buccaneers are very good. I know they're they're two and zero, but both of their wins mm-hmm. against two and one. I'm sorry, yeah, uh, that, that a final last time I looked it was twenty five to three. The Buccaneers, they are who we thought they were. Um, they beat two winless teams. Uh, so, and Baker Mayfield looked like an absolute stud against the Bears. A stud. If I had to guess, if Poles was relieved from his duties, the number one reason would be, and I'm going to take, I want to say Chase Claypool because that pissed me off so bad. But it would have to be hiring Eberflus because I don't see how Eberflus. You can't bring him back. This is this is this is worse than. I, I don't want to. Let me not say that. I, I can't say because Tressman lost the locker room. So I don't want to say it's worse than Tressman. I can't say it's worse than Tressman. The the it's, person he's Tressman doing. Was there, they their offense. Um, I think they they finished second and. Points, points scored that year? The, the first year. The first year. Yeah, yeah the, the first year. year. The, the wheels fell apart. The second year. Yeah, and they, I think they started off three and two that second year, and the wheels just fell apart. We lost the locker room. Um, the defense wasn't very good. Terrible. Cutler had his annual injury. Did Cutler have an injury that year, the year four? Uh, I, I don't know. I think he had, yeah, I think he had an uh, injury that year. The wheels fell apart. Eberflus, nothing has fallen apart. Nothing has, has gotten going since the, the first game last year where he was one. Do you realize Eberflus started off with 1-0? This is what makes this even more frustrating. The Bears were 2-1 last year through the first three games. They have one win. I don't even want to do the math right now. What, what, what are we? 3-14. Oh and three, so he's three and seventeen. So we're one and sixteen. Jesus Christ, we're one and sixteen in the last seventeen Chicago Bear football games. That, that is Detroit Lions two thousand bad. One win in the last seventeen regular season games. Mm. Bears can win out. And Eberflus would still have a five hundred record. They could win every single game the rest of his regular season, and he would still not break five hundred. Yeah, I can't, I can't see how Buddy can get, come back. It, he would have to turn it around. And he's calling the defense right now, and the defense looked more lost than ever against Kansas City. Granted, it's Kansas City. They do that to everybody. But they did it to so, many, so many blown coverages. They've been blowing coverages all three games. And the thing is, you run a Tampa 2. It's a cover 2. They do a lot of single high, though. They do do a lot of single high. But how are you blowing coverages? When you're running a cover two at a single high, get in your zone. There's not even there's not even ridiculous, crazy responsibilities. It's, it's, it's discipline. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. We got we got our work cut there, out. There are teams. There are teams on Saturday. Now I'm not gonna. Uh, um, insult anybody's intelligence and tell you there's a college team that can beat the Bears or that there are the Bears are less talented than college. The Bears college teams are way more disciplined. Way more oh, disciplined. Yeah. And, and, and way more understanding and sounds in their technique. I, I don't know 
the, the, the Bears don't seem to have anybody that operates with high football IQ. I watched one play where the Chiefs knew it was coming. Justin lines up. Uh, the Chiefs, the, the linebackers are, are at the line of scrimmage. The safeties are, are cheating, and we still run right up the middle. Now, last week, we were told Justin Fields has the ability to audible. And why did he audible out of that? Reason is that his football IQ ain't, ain't the highest either. The Chiefs set there. The Chiefs didn't really change up their defensive uh, front m most of the game. They sat there and contained and had a, had two spies, alternating spies most of the game. We that's what we're having trouble with. I mean, teams teams are pretty much fitting in zone and. They know Justin can beat you with his leg. They're, they're, they're setting up two spies that are in their zone. So all eyes are on the quarterback. You, you rarely saw the Chiefs go to man coverage. You rarely see any teams go to man coverage. They're sitting in zone, and Justin can't put the ball in the windows. Doesn't read. He doesn't have – doesn't seem to have a feel for timing – in rhythm when it comes to passing. No. He doesn't anticipate, he doesn't anticipate windows and guys coming over. And that's and that's his number one problem. He doesn't anticipate very well. He waits to see it and then he waits to waits to see it again before he lets go of the ball. And by that time he's yeah, that, already that, in the big that, that does not work in the NFL. You just can't wait for guys to separate. You're gonna to have to. You're gonna to have to anticipate your throws. You're gonna to have to put it in place and, and be confident that the receiver is gonna be there, and understand defenders are not gonna be there. That, and that that makes that one play, that one pass to DJ. In fact, the last two completed passes to DJ so much better because he looked like he actually said, "You know what? I'm just gonna put it up there and put it where only DJ can get it," and DJ ended up coming down with it. He needs to do that more often. Episode 32. Give me number 32, Bear. Um, I got uh, Lamille Stinson, guy from the early 90s, late 80s corner. Um, let's see another... There was a uh, running back we had a uh, play behind Matt Forte, Khalil. I can't remember his last name, but he had a he had a couple a uh, couple nice runs with us. We haven't had many great thirty twos from when I've been a fan that I could remember. Our current number thirty two is that Terrell Lewis, Terrell Smith. Sorry, Terrell Smith. Yeah, Terrell Smith. Oh. I don't know. I don't know why you uh maybe maybe you blanked him out his out your head, but one of the one of the uh, um persona non gratas bears wore number thirty two. He wasn't a fan favorite. Definitely not for me. I mean, cause I the guy who's uh Cedric Benson. There you go. There you Rest go. Peace. That was another. I hated that draft pick. Rest in peace, Rest in soul. I absolutely hated that draft pick. Didn't. I did not understand it whatsoever. Thomas Jones was, was not. It was not the time to try to replace Thomas Jones. We didn't need to, and we had uh, we had Adrian Peterson here, uh, too. Who I. Guys at home, not Adrian Peterson from the Vikings. We had another Adrian Peterson, mm -hmm. and he was a pretty good backup running back at the time. I didn't understand that pick. I, we we definitely could have, we definitely could have allocated resources better. That was the '04 draft, I remember. Yep, that right before uh, he was a he was a rookie going into the, our Super Bowl run. 
Yep. And uh, well, that was the 05 draft. I'm sorry, not the 04, not the 04 draft. The 05 draft. Yeah, I think uh, his teammate was it Cadillac Williams was right before him. Uh, I don't recall. Okay, yeah, I just felt like I thought Cedric Benson was a solid workhorse, but I didn't think he was the guy who was special. I didn't think he was explosive. He did. He he had some pretty good years at the Bengal. I remember uh, they steamrolled us one year, and he 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 really lived it up. Uh, but yeah, that that was another wasted resource on a team that was. This close. Who else came out in that 05 draft? Was that the Aaron Rodgers year? Uh, I believe that was Aaron Rodgers draft pick draft year. Yeah. Uh, so we, I can't believe we drafted a running back that high just to be thinking about it. Um. Yeah, and we and Rex couldn't stay healthy, and we believed in Rex. Rex is our quarterback, and so we so. In typical Bear fashion, you tried to replace the guy who did a good job with us in Thomas Jones and trusted the guy who had done no job with us in Rex Grossman. <laughs> That's the Bears history. That is your Chicago Bears. So three running backs went in the top ten in this draft. Uh, we had Ronnie Brown, Cedric Benson, and Cadillac Williams. Ronnie Brown, Ronnie Brown Cadillac, yeah. Ronnie Brown went to the Dolphins, Cadillac went to Tampa Bay. Only one Hall of Famer in all of in the first two dra- first two rounds of this draft. Well, two Aaron, Aaron Rodgers went to the Hall too. Demarcus Ware and Antoine and uh, Aaron Rodgers the only two Hall of Famers in this first round of this draft. Uh, oh, Sean Mary. He might go. Maybe. Hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Between the steroid allegations and the quick fall off, I mean, he he fell from the elite real fast. He did. He didn't get his cream and clear anymore. Um, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of players we could have used that year instead of um, Cedric. Yeah, man. But we gonna get him next week. I got faith. Yeah. I got faith. I got faith in the flukes and Justin. We gonna turn this. We gonna figure this out. We gonna send uh, Bronco Country back to Denver. Oh and four. If Russell comes in here and throws for three hundred fifty yards <laughs> and three or four touchdowns, and the Broncos march out of here with a victory. Well, man, I don't. I don't. I don't know how you. I don't know how you don't shake things up. Um, what? Well, uh, let's talk about that for a second, because I've heard that more than once, and in, in, in plenty, um, bear echo chambers. You can't if you if you fire flus, you're basically promoting Getsy, and I think that's even worse. Yeah. Well, I don't necessarily think you have to fire flus, but the offense has another poor. First of all, the offense has a poor showing against a team that just gave up 70. I know the Dolphins are, are full of talent. But if you can't get some points here, I mean, you, the, 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 the Broncos gave up 70 to the Dolphins, and they gave up 35 to Sam Howard. Mm-hmm. If you can't hang at least a quarter on 30. this team, 30. Okay, 30. I, how, how could you bring back Getsy? You gotta fire uh, I mean, something has to be done. Can you, you, if you lose to the Broncos and the offense looks bad again, I don't see how the week after Fields is bigger starting, Getty is your offensive coordinator, and Eva Fields is your head coach. You cannot go on business as usual if that happens. There is no way you are a serious organization. If you lose to the Broncos next week, have a poor offensive showing, and you start Justin Fields, guess he's still calling plays, or Eberflus is still your head coach. What's more likely, most likely to happen? Let's say, let's say the Broncos do come out 
come out with victorious. What's more likely to happen? Justin gets benched, Getsy is fired, or Flus is fired? I don't see Flus getting fired, so that one is going to be problem with Justin getting benched. Are you going to turn to Peterman, or are you going to turn to Bajan? I know, I know, I, I know Tyson looked good in the preseason, but he's still a D two quarterback, and Peterman is still Peterman. So whatever you think Fields is doing wrong, Peterman can ask you to hold his beer and, and do it wronger. Is that a word? Wronger? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Peterman can do it ten times wronger. So I, I, I guess the power struggle is guess he's not your play caller anymore. Dark days. I mean, what's the, what's the ramifications of of, of Getty not calling plays anymore? You don't get your ten points. You don't get he your. Would be, he would have to be the first person to go. Like, if any head is going to roll, it's got to be his first. Got to be. Like, this offense is terrible. It's got to be him. He's got to. You know, Flute's got to fire him to save himself. You got to do something. You you just can't. Sit there while the building is burning around you. Jump mm-hmm. off the window, Eberflus. Get out of there. It's burning around you. You can't just. We're gonna learn from. How much learning are we gonna do? Every week, there are these quotes from Bears front office, Bears coaches, and Bears players. Um, yeah, we're all disappointed. Learning. How, how much learning are you gonna do? At this point, you have to be scholars on losing. There's nothing else to learn. There's nothing else to learn. You've lost 13 straight. I don't want to hear anybody learning and coming together. Pause. Uh, that was for you. Uh, <laughs> I don't. The, uniting and and locking in and locking arms. Uh, how much more uniting and learning? Yeah, but this has been another rousing episode of Bear Claw. Thanks for joining us. Continue to support, download wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, all over. Find us on YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, and all the rest. See you, see you next time when we talk about our game preview for Bears versus the Broncos. You take us home. Episode 32 of the Chicago Bear Podcast. Like, comment, subscribe. Bear down. Bear down.